Hi, everybody, and welcome to the PU Review Service. I'm Shweta Sreenjan, and this week on the pod, I'm joined by the delightful Shannon Ariarty. Shannon, how are you? I'm good, Shway. How are you? I'm good, Shannon. Thank you for asking. Do you want to introduce us to the theme of the podcast today? Today, we get to talk about the second race of the Formula One season, Imola Grand Prix. That is great. Do you want to attempt pronouncing the full name? No, I do not, actually. It, you know I, what? I'm going to take a try. Why not? Go for Let's it. Let's live dangerously. The Formula One Pirelli Grand Premio del Made in Italy e del Emilia Romagna 2021. And the race was just as long and exciting as the name itself. So what did you think, Shannon? How was, how was your experience today in the morning? I was a little bit antsy uh, throughout the race. Um, I'm sure as we will cover, there was a few um, incidences this race that caused a lot of uh, safety cars and delays in the race continuing. So I was a little bit, um, I was tense. I was just like, let's keep going. And we had to stop obviously for various reasons. Um, the drivers had to stop um, halfway through the race um, to restart. So I was, I was, um, I was, I was excited, and it the end really gave me what I wanted again, as similarly to the la- the first race. Um, but this one, I was a little more um, dancy throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I think what made it better was the the weather. I think it never rains, and every time it rains, it has some drama attached to it. And I think it was perfect. It was perfectly drizzly and the inter tires were on and a few were on the vets and this whole strategy drama around the tires played out. And um, I also thought the Max Verstappen versus Lewis Hamilton drama was Mm -hmm. at its peak. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, coming off the Bahrain Grand Prix where they were like chasing each other to the finish line. I thought today was very tantalizingly close. what did you think uh, of the Red Bull and Mercedes battle? Who do you have your eyes on for the rest of the season? You know, I'm I'm kind of going Team Max uh, this year. I really think he's giving Hamilton a run for his money this year, and I think it just shows from this race how he's how he might do it um, if he continues on this path. Um, it was quite the end. Um, Lewis Hamilton obviously showed his skill um, very well after um, falling back in position and then, you know, coming back to get second. I think, you know, purely for the sake of giving making this a little competitive, I'm going to go Team Lewis for this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've never viewed Lewis as an underdog. He is, of course, the seven-time world champion. But I think coming right. into this season with Max clearly in the faster Red Bull, I think uh, Lewis has to rely a lot on his skill and like years of experience. And I think, I mean, I think he's just got it. Um, he's yeah. Lewis Hamilton after all. And I feel like I, as a Ferrari fan, morally, I feel wrong saying this, that, but I think Hamilton has got this one. So I think we'll just have to wait and see. But I think a few other drivers stood out at the Jeep, at the Grand Prix today. Um, yeah. I have my eyes on a few, but who, did, who was your driver of the day? My driver of the day was Lando. Lando Norris really surprised me today. I think 
throughout qualifiers. I was surprised. Today, I was thrilled to see his performance because he, I just, you know, you, you look at Max and you look at Lewis and, you know, you kind of got the younger generation, a little hungry, a little more like risk, willing to take the risk. And then you've got like this seasoned vet. And then you have Lando that's kind of still new. And I think sometimes you don't know what you're going to get from him, but to see him do so well today, I was, I was just thrilled. And he was my driver of the day, a thousand percent. I was just thrilled to see him take that third spot you know what for the first time I think I might actually agree with you I wow um, I'm so I glad know. we have this recorded <laughs> so I can play so, this back yes yeah, so for any of the for any of the listeners um I am not I'm the biggest critique of Lando Norris for mm-hmm. many reasons as you will find out over the course of this podcast but mm-hmm. um I am convinced today this weekend uh I think he was at his best Qualifying speed was phenomenal. Uh, I think in the race, um, the move he made on Charles Leclerc. Yes. Start was very good. I think McLaren's strategy paid off with the soft tires as well. Right, right. So I think it was a very strong weekend from Lando Norris. I also think it was a very strong showing by the Ferraris today, fourth Mm -hmm. and fifth. I mean, Mm -hmm. after the horror show of last year, I think it was a lovely little bounce back. You know, I honestly, I had my eye on Gasly from the qualifier. He was Mm -hmm. someone that I was really hoping to see perform pretty much up there today based on how he qualified. And obviously it did not result that way. Um, But he was someone I had my eye on early on. And then, um, yeah, I was actually pretty much following Ferrari a lot as well today. and kind of watching them play around with McLaren for a while with uh, Danny Rick as well Mm -hmm. and um, kind of watching all of that play out so they were kind of the other two people that I was watching today. Yeah I think Pierre Gasly was an Alphatari was a little bit of a letdown for me today. Mm -hmm. I think they went the wrong way with tire strategy and kind of just at one point was just swallowed up by the pack. He was just like it was like as if he was driving in reverse and everyone kind of just overtook him. So I think he was one of my bigger disappointments, but um, a few others I thought that performed really well was, as you mentioned, Daniel Ricciardo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was great. I think um, he fell back a little bit out of sight yeah. from Lando Norris. Right. And I mean, kudos to Norris. I think he did in- yeah. an incredible job. Carlos Sainz in his first Italian race for mm-hmm. the Scuderia, I think really did yeah. well. He came out of nowhere. I didn't even expect him to come. He was P11 uh, yeah, at one neither. point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think there was one driver in particular that I hoped, I truly hoped from the bottom of my heart would perform. And that was Valtteri Bottas. I mean, mm-hmm. he had a mm-hmm. shock, shocker of a qualifying session on Saturday, P8 in the same car right. as Lewis Hamilton. Um, what did you think, Shannon, of Bottas's race? <sighs> that was a hard it was hard to watch today it really was um that uh contact with Russell was hard to watch um I sure you have some opinions about who um maybe was the one that started that uh little collision there but um that was hard to watch um and I think you know you you kind of watched both of honestly both of their reactions after it 
happen. I agree. I kind of wanted a little more for uh, Botas today mm-hmm. and uh, to see it cut short so soon uh, wasn't the best. Yeah, I think he just had so much to prove after mm-hmm. that horrible Saturday qualifying session. Right. right. But um, as far as the collision goes, I mean, initially I did think it was more on Russell's side, the fall, because mm-hmm. it did feel like he was, he clipped the grass a little bit and went into Bottas's Mercedes. Right. But as the, I think stewards looked at it and investigated the incident, it was just concluded that neither of the car had a mistake mm-hmm. and it was just a racing accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I think we're discussing this all, like what makes the whole thing interesting is the fact that Valtteri Bottas might be out of a Mercedes seat at the end of the year and the right. person who's replacing him might be George Russell. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's the drama on that hold uh, flash yeah. today. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you know, watching them both get out of the car and Russell being a little younger, co- going towards uh, Botas, hitting him, hitting his helmet and uh, Botas giving him the finger. Um, you know, I think it's a little bit of uh, old versus new. Uh, a little a bit pinch of, of NASCAR tension. <laughs> yes, a little bit of that tension and rivalry that they might be feeling. Obviously, as you mentioned, if things start to change uh, by the end of the year for Mercedes. Yes, but at the end of the day, the biggest talking point was, of course, Max Verstappen against yes. Lewis Hamilton, uh, the young challenger against a seven-time world champion. Mm-hmm. And as we discussed already, you you think it might be Max's year and I think it might be Lewis's. But um, Max showed incredible pace. Uh, mm-hmm. at the restarts especially he was just yes. out of sight out of view from the rest of the field and yeah, uh, he was he was what 20 20 seconds ahead yeah it was incredible yeah incredible and Hamilton he had a very unique journey to his second yes. place he he was second he fell out he crashed nearly crashed then came back on you know, I think luck really favors Hamilton at certain points. Like the red flag was perfect timing for him to mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. that unlap himself, get back into the car with fresh tires and carry ahead and get that P2. Uh, but I think it's it's building up to be a very good battle to see at Portugal next week. I mean, uh, Max is currently one point behind Hamilton in the driver's mm-hmm. standings. What do you think? I'm, I'm excited. I think if these two go head to head this whole season, we're going to get a really good show. Um, And although I'm leaning more towards Max currently, I agree in the sense that Lewis is right there. He's one point ahead of him. So I think it's going to be a battle the whole way. And I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, talking about the world championship, there were a couple of other world champions in the mix today, fighting it out over the non-point places. We had Fernando Alonso in the Alpine, yeah. Forol, Sebastian Vettel, and Aston Martin. He right. seems to be having a horror weekend as well. Horrible. Yes, I agree. It was that was another one that was a little hard to watch. You know, I feel like especially watching the veterans kind of fall back you're a little like no you, you want them back in their kind of their glory day moments um so to see them kind of fall back is, is hard to watch sometimes but mm-hmm. um I think for now the predominant main talking point Max versus Lewis and we mm-hmm. have a sneaky uh battle for the third position in the constructors McLaren yeah. versus Ferrari uh-huh. um 
I know which side I'm on. Right. We very much know your, I very much know your affinity for uh, Ferrari, for sure. Who do you think is going to win that out? Do you think McLaren is going to edge the Maranello Giants out? You know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going to go against you just solely to do it. Um, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to challenge you on this. I'm going to, we should put some money on it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we shouldn't. Um, <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I kind of think McLaren might have a little something going on. And I think they might give Ferrari a run for their money for sure. Um, so that's another one I'm looking to see kind of come out as we go along. I think McLaren is a team to watch. I think they're mm-hmm. very strong this year. They had an incredible pace today. I think Ferrari is bouncing back slowly but steadily. Yeah. Uh, I was very surprised that they even were such so high up today yeah. in the pecking order. Yeah. So I think it'll be fascinating to see how they perform on different circuits. The next one will be in in two weeks at Portimao, Portugal, on April 30th. Yeah. Right, Shannon? I am excited. Um, as I mentioned on our last podcast, this is my first time watching a season live. This is very exciting for me uh, as a new fan. Um, so I'm, I'm as, uh, as I'm a product of uh, Netflix's Drive to Survive, I don't get to see all of the different tracks that um, happen through the 23 races throughout the season. So I like to see what's new um, and I can't wait to see what happens. I'm really excited. And after the second Grand Prix of the season, uh, the constructor standings for the Formula One championship are Mercedes with 60 points, followed by Red Bull Racing, McLaren, Ferrari, and Alfa Tauri. And Shannon's got the driver standings. Yeah, so the top five drivers so far start off with Lewis Hamilton with 44 points. One point behind him, as we have mentioned, is Max Verstappen, followed by Lando Norris, Charles Leclerc, and Valtteri Bottas in fifth, which is pretty surprising. But at the same time, I have a little soft spot for him. So I'm proud to see him in that top five spot. Well, we'll be cheering for Bottas, Shannon for Team Max. I'm here for Team Lewis. And we're all here for Formula One. But until next time, Thank you for being here, Shannon. I really enjoyed chatting with you today. Thanks for having me. This is always a good time.